0: Women's cricket chat. That's Hannah, Georgie, Cassie, Mahika, and Alex. Coming up on today's podcast, we've got Western Storm and Overland Invincibles winner Sophia Smale. We talked to Sophia about her recent call up to the under 19s for the under 19 World Cup, making her debut. What what it means to have the support of her grandfather, who, by the way, if you don't know. He was on TMS at Laws when she played Stephen's Balls against London Spirit.
1: Hello and welcome to this episode of Women's Cricket Chat. We are absolutely delighted today to be joined by Sophia Smail, less than 24 24- oh. hours after it was announced that she will be playing for England in the inaugural Under-19 World Cup in South Africa in January this is mega exciting news, not only the tournament, but that Sophia joins us today. So you've got me, Georgie, and Alex. And Sophia, welcome to the podcast. Most enormous, massive congratulations.
2: Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me on. Thank you.
1: Have you come down off cloud nine yet?
2: Um, yeah, eventually. It took um, a few weeks after the hundred. But yeah, I'm back into the swing of things with school. And yeah, just it's better now. I'm driving now, so I'm able to just drive to school on my own it's sort of just just less stressful but yeah I am back back down to work.
1: And so when did you find out that you would be playing and what did it feel like to hear that you would be playing for England in the first ever under 19 World Cup?
2: And um, we found out quite a few weeks ago actually it was quite a long time we had to wait for it to be publicly announced um yeah it was special I think ever since well ever since I've been this I've always dreamed of playing for England but obviously this is under 19s and I was obviously dreaming for the main the main team but I think when when it when it got announced that there was going to be an under 19 world cup and it was the, the it would be I think it was last year it was supposed to be in Bangladesh I think um and I think when I knew that I would be in the age category to go I think I it was a dream that I always had um and for the past few years I've sort of just been breaking it down and trying to get in in that, that was the main goal for the past few years so yeah to achieve it's pretty special
0: and we have to sort of think of like the southwest in that area you join a whole host of names that have come from that part of the country like Josh Butler, Heather Knight, the Overton twins all have represented England in some format or one way or another so you're joining a whole host of great players and hopefully you will be another one to add to that list
2: yeah hopefully obviously hopefully I can build on under 19s and and work my way up to making my senior debut obviously that's the main goal but yeah I'm really excited to go out there and I think just to put the jersey on with the three lions is pretty special I think if um I think when the anthem plays I'll probably get I won't feel real but I'll probably get a bit emotional
1: and it's one of those moments when you're like, don't say Queen, don't say Queen.
2: I know, well, when we had to do it for um, the Storm Games, I kept on saying Queen,
1: which was uh, yeah, so,
2: yeah. It was it was better than Queen, so I just I realised and was able to adapt.
1: So if we just look at your year as a whole, I mean, when I was 17, I was pretty pleased if I woke up without a spot. But this year for you, you made your debut for the senior storm side you were then late call up to the 100 and you were joint wicket taker for the 100 Alyssa healy was casually your first wicket and now you've been announced in this squad can you sum up this year for us
2: (laughs) um i don't know it's just incredible i guess i never thought my first year of well I, i dreamed of it but i never thought my first year would be this good um. yeah I'm very lucky I still can't get over how well I've done and in the 100 I still don't think I'll ever realise what what happened and and how it went so well but yeah I mean it's incredible I think when I look back on it just I just sort of have to just take a deep breath and just go wow like that that happened over the summer the summer went by so quickly as well it was it was hard to sort of like slow down and really appreciate what I'd achieved so like it is quite nice now that I can just look back at it and be like um, oh, wow that was a whirlwind
0: and I mean in your first year on the professional circuit you've had a few a fairly few like good captains you know you've got Sophie Lough at Western Storm you've got is it was it Susie Bates at the 100 so you know what is it like to be captained by those people and what have they taught you so far and what have you learned from them?
2: Yeah I think ma- massively uh, Luffy at Storm just knows the game inside out and I try to get as much out for as I could and especially when you know we talk about analysis so I would always go up to her and try and try and get some advice on on fields and stuff but I think within the hundred I've I learned the, the most in the hundred um whether it was just off the pitch or on the pitch but I think yeah, being around the likes of um Danny and Cappy and Susie and Shabs, Laws, people like that were they they know so much about the game and um I think I just try to just get get myself involved, be around them as much as I can and, and try and get a lot out of them and, and yeah, they were great. They were great people to have in the team. They were Amazing people, just lovely on and off the pitch. But I think tactically, they're some of the best people you could ask for in a team. And, you know, I am very lucky with a very good captain regionally as well with Luffy.
0: I think one of the highlights from the summer to do with you was when the BBC got your grandfather on to TMS. And that was just such a hot one moment. We loved it. I think everyone loved it. And it was just so nice to see that he was bursting with pride of course he would be but like just to kind of get that feeling of having such such a supportive family because we know with cricket sometimes that isn't always the case
2: yeah uh, well as soon as I started picking up a cricket back grandpa started coaching me and yeah he's always helped me throughout the years and you know critiqued me to be super technical and everything but yeah I think he's just come on the journey with me so I think to see me do well in 100 was yeah it was pretty special for him and especially at Lords, he loves lords, so he was so happy to be there and it was nice that he could come I wasn't sure if he would be able to come or not so I'm very lucky and yeah with the with the under 19s I remember telling him and he was so happy that I just have three free lines on my shirt, sure? he always said he want, he wanted me to play for England, and um, I think the rea- reality of like a senior cap happening is probably not going to happen. I don't know how how many years away that is, but I don't know if Grandpa will be able to, to see it. So I think for him to be able to see me under 19s is really special.
1: And how did he react when you told him?
2: Yeah, he's just, yeah, can't actually really remember. I just I think I just remember he was really happy that I would I was going to be playing playing with three lines on my shirt and I was going to be playing for England because as I said he'd always said he wanted me he always wanted to see me play for England but obviously he sort of knew that you know that happens when you're a bit older now so you know I'm not going to be 17 and been playing for England women so I think the fact that he he knows that in January he's going to be watching me play for England is super special
1: and will he be coming out to South Africa?
2: No, I'm afraid not.
1: <laughs> no, so he'll be watching from home. At least the time difference isn't too bad.
2: Yeah, yeah, he'll be watching, definitely. But no, it's it's too far for him to come. I think it will mainly just be mum my mum and my dad are planning on going out there, but no, no, no one else in my family, I don't think. So
1: <laughs> it's basically your family playing, you've got your best friend playing, and that is... <laughs> so if we throw it way back to when it all started so you made your debut for Newport age seven and then yeah you away on, a year after that I mean you were so young can you remember back to that and what it was like yeah how big first... your pads must have been
2: I was tiny and really just so small I'd nothing on me um and I remember my first game I was I think I was six or seven it might have been six and basically I had a cricket match down at a local club called I think it was Monkswood in Port. I don't know. I think it was a girls game actually. And we we were running late because we forgot and it was on my dad's birthday. And um, we forgot and I ran in on my left arm seam and got a hat trick. That was my first
1: game. <laughs> Okay, just throw that one in casually. We forgot it was happening. We were late and I walked in and got a hat-trick. Um.
2: <laughs> and then, yeah, I think I made, I think I was eight or nine when I played. I think I was eight and got my cap when I was age nine for Wales. So I was about eight and under 12 teams. I was always really little. And then I think I started captaining that team when I was 10. So I was, yeah, I was always somewhat younger than everyone else.
0: And I read somewhere, so if this is wrong, you can on the Western Storm website, but I read that you also play hockey as well. So has that helped you in any way with your cricket in terms of your batting or is it just, you know, a sport where there's transferable skills between the two? Um, I mean, it probably has helped me. Um,
2: I don't know. I don't know if it's helped me, but yeah, I do play hockey still. Um, yeah. try and play at a decent level now but it's slowly gone a little bit more like less of a higher level and I haven't played I haven't been to a Welsh camp since February but um yeah I played for my club on the weekend which is like a national league so it's pretty pretty good standard um and yeah played then
1: I mean, you've got a pretty good sort of sporting crossovers in this squad as a whole. Like Josie Groves is part of the England Roses Academy in netball as well, and then you've played hockey for Wales. Do you want to just give yeah. some of the talent to us oldies?
2: <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of people across who like, and um, Ree McDonald Gay plays England hockey. I think Saren Smale. Because I used to play Saren in tennis. We used to play. She was better than me, sadly. Um, But she, she was like a counter tennis player. Um She stopped a little bit older than me. I stopped when I was a bit younger. But yeah, there are a few quite talented people. Yeah.
1: And so looking at this squad as a whole, obviously there's lots of people you've seen, you've played against and maybe with before, the likes of Saren. What's it like to be back playing on the same side now? What's it gonna be like instead of playing against these other stormby thunder?
2: Yeah, good. Yeah, um, I haven't played with Saren since I was. I don't know if she left in under 15s or if it was under thirteens. I think it was under thirteens, so I haven't played with her for a while. But yeah, it's just good to to be back playing with her. Like we we were really good friends when we were younger, and and we've always kept in touch and. Whenever we see each other, we play each other, you know, we always have a laugh and a joke. And I always seem to spend more time with her when I play against her than my actual team because we're always digging at each other, especially when we're on the pitch. But it will be nice to go out there and, and take the field with her. But, um, yeah, it's nice to, to play with people that I've played with before, played against. Obviously, I'm lucky that I've played with quite a few of them. So, yeah, just... I think it's a great group of girls
0: and I'm really excited to just go out there and hopefully bring it home. And it must also be nice to have your Western Storm teammate, Niamh Holland, with you because like Georgie alluded to and with the way the past couple of years have been with COVID bubbles and stuff like that, it's got to be nice to be able to travel with people that you know and you can just, you know, after training, go for for a meal or go for a coffee and it's not so what's the word it's not so awkward and it's not so compact so to speak yeah it's nice to have someone
2: else from the region but yeah it's just important to mix with mix with everyone I I guess and um I think you know hopefully that you know, that will that won't you know the, those sort of where people hang out with you know the same people won't happen I think everyone will be mixing with everyone and yeah just hope it's a good group dynamic and we go out there and we play for each other and yeah i guess but it's it is nice to you know have another person at storm and obviously it's it's good for the storm that two people in, two people in the under 19s so is a good achievement for for the storm and i think they're very happy that they've they've got two in the team
1: and you're used to playing you know alongside different people you've had people in the hundred from all over the world but you have also played in boys teams growing up so you were the first girl to represent monmouth school for boys do you think that sort of uh, gave you that bit of hardiness, you know, being the only girl and being able to prove yourself at those kind of levels?
2: I think I had that because I grew up with an older brother. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, I had always played boys' cricket from a young age. I played for Newport when I was nine. I didn't really play for the girls' team that much when I was little. I just played for the boys. Um, at this, When you were younger, yeah, it wasn't great. I didn't really enjoy it that much. I used to play county for the boys. And sometimes it was a bit like, oh, um, don't enjoy it. But I love playing for school with the boys. Like it's just good fun and I'm very lucky. They're very respectful. And even in like men's cricket, I haven't played for ages now for men's cricket, but I loved it. Um and I just think you I think you're pushing yourself more in boys' cricket. I think it's it's something that's vital. Um, I think I wouldn't be where I am if I didn't play boys cricket, simple as that, if I just played girls cricket, I don't think it would have stretched me and pushed me. Um, You know, if you can face someone who's bobbling, I don't know, 70 mile an hour and swinging it both ways, then you should be okay when you go down to to women's cricket, which is 60 mile an hour, you should be able to, you know, be at your own. Um, and, and with, you know, boys as well, obviously, they try and whack you out the park and stuff. So you do get wickets occasionally just because they, or they just block you out because they don't want to get out to you. But no, I think it just challenges you. Obviously, it's a very high standard. It's my school cricket. So, I mean, a lot of the boys in my school are academy county cricketers. So I think like training with them and playing at other schools is, it's just it stretches me way more. And yeah, I've I've always loved it. And yeah, I get on with them really well.
1: We actually former podcast guest Danny Wyatt, who was. Another one of your early wickets in the 100 this year said the same thing. She was like, I would tell every girl to play boys cricket yeah. when they start because there's just something different about it. Do you find that sort of in the 100 as well? You know, all these people bringing different stuff from all over the world and obviously a lot of players you'll have never seen or played against before.
2: Yeah, I think Danny's really right. I would always encourage young girls to play, whether you know they feel uncomfortable about playing boys cricket or not. Unfortunately... I think that's the reality you've got to get out there and you've got to get in the teams if you're good enough to be in it, obviously you know if you're good enough to be in a boys team, get in there and and just get stuck in and I always when I was younger, I used to not really like if I didn't want to wanna mix with them, I just focus on my own game anyway, and just think it's better in myself. but I think in the hundred with with different people, yeah, I think obviously you you play cricket and with so many people over the years um it's hard to sort of you know remember everyone and all that but I yeah I think just definitely there's just so many people I think just have to try and learn as much as you can from especially in the 100 from so many different people because they know so much about the game everyone that was in the 100 was knowledgeable um but yeah I think it is it is important to definitely play boys cricket
1: and you mentioned how important the 100 is you were obviously at Oberlin Invincibles this year um and there was a lot of talk last year about Alice Capsey being the young breakthrough, and this year you were at the same side as her. And there, you know, I have heard rumors you being referred to as the twenty twenty two Alice Capsey, And what's it feel to be that person who is, you know, the one that's broken through this year that we, is now in everyone's awareness?
2: Crazy. I guess I didn't even expect to get in to the hundred. Um, and then when I did, I thought I'd just be running the drinks on on the side. And then yeah, I played and some somehow I did well and it's just crazy. Um I don't know. It it feels unreal when I think about it. But yeah, I think the hundred for me was so important. Just I think yeah it's getting yourself out there, isn't it? But I think just pushing it's about pushing yourself, you know, and I talk about that with boys cricket, but when you're you're being pushed against, you know, Bowling against Healy, Divine you know, Perry, people like that. And there's nothing better than than that. And that, you know, to be able to have played the, the highest standard of English cricket in this um this year was incredible. And yeah, I'm very lucky. I think without that I wouldn't be as knowledgeable as I am today. And yeah, I think I'm very lucky that JB gave me the opportunity.
0: And obviously you were at Overland Vincibles like we've already mentioned and you did get to play alongside Alice Catsey. Did you get to pick her brain at all? And I know earlier you said, you know, an England women's call-up might not be on the cards just yet, but Alice Capsey is also 17 and Freya Kemp and they've made their first team debut. So surely you must think yours can't be too far away.
2: Oh, I'm not sure about that. I've got Sophie Eccleston. He's a left-handsman. He's the best in the world. So um, I think I'm, unless I get him with her... Um, I'm not sure how I'm going to be getting in but um yeah maybe 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 in a few years time I don't think it's going to happen in the near future not not that I can see at the moment but yeah um yeah I try to I, I did spend quite a bit of time with cats. um she's just so determined I think you just see how much she wants it like she'd be in the gym every day and, and she she's very independent you know she'd walk over there and she, she'd be in there first and She'd be, you know, she was really sort of just always pushing herself. Um, And I I did pick up rings of it, like, with how busy she was and how she managed school and stuff like that. With, like, her attendance last year was just, like, ridiculous. She was just never in school. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, she was a nightmare to in the next two. It was just... <laughs> just annoying I I would I think she she went to reverse sweep one once and I saw I saw her like saw her do it and I brought it down the leg side and she's just got hold of it and whacked me over points head and I was like I was like oh my god but yeah she was she was incredible to have in the team and yeah I tried I did try to pick her brains as much as I can and yeah she's just so talented
1: and so now we're coming off, you know, it's the end of the cricket season's over. And for you now, the focus is the under-19 World Cup. What is the plan between now and then? Obviously, the squad's been announced. We've got a few months. So what happens next?
2: Um, just tra- it's just training camps now every, I think it's nearly every weekend. I'm not sure if it is. I don't think it's every weekend, but it it literally is nearly every weekend now up until December, probably just before Christmas. And then. Yeah, I think we leave on the third of January and then we're off. It's very soon, it's very sudden.
1: So there won't be any big New Year's Eve parties this year. No,
2: no, there won't be, but I don't really like I'm not really um a fan of that anyway. I think a friend does have a New Year's party, but I won't be going anyway because I like to spend New Year's with my family, so
1: Yeah. And um yeah. how do you find sort of trying to balance cricket and school and being 17 and all the things that come with that all at the same time
2: um the the the, there are sacrifices um the social life is sacrificed. um I think try and try and focus on cricket is the first well actually I should say school first but it is obviously cricket in my head um so yeah cricket and school and then social when I can if I'm go and pop and see a friend it's easier now that I can drive I've only just passed my test like a week ago that was a pain because mum and dad couldn't always take me to see a friend or something so I can drive now and it'll be easier but yeah social lives like parties and stuff it it's not it's a one-off I think I went to one about three weeks ago and I think they were like well why is she here because they just didn't expect me to be here <laughs> so I'm just never there and to be fair like sometimes they, they'll invite me and say you know you probably won't be there So and I was like no I won't be there (laughs) um but I'm it's um I guess that's that's what it is if you want to make it there are some things that you do have to sacrifice whether that's you know going out and partying it's not really my thing anyway so I'm quite happy to just sit at home and watch tv but um yeah I do occasionally have a social life. I do have a social life in school, but um, like occasionally, I will go out and do something with my friends or go to a party. But it's not. It's not very often. It's just very busy school and hockey and cricket. It's and then you have to fit in gym and running and everything. It's just like a lot.
1: It's like when I saw you just after you'd won the hundred, you were like, "I'm just on the search for some lemonade." And I was like, I can't imagine yeah. that's really the first thing anyone put out when they were like, oh, what do we get out for the winners? Some lemonade. And you were like, I just want to find some lemonade.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I could have been on the best, but it was just beer and cider. It's not really my um, preferred option of drink, if I'm being honest. I don't really drink much alcohol anyway, but that was a no-no. So I was just just trying to find some lemonade. And then I went up to the box and then I found some.
0: I think one thing I wanted to know something that we always ask our guests is just simply growing up did you have any role models any female role models and if so who were they
2: um my so I had m- m- main two and then I had one, one to all as I got older my main two Serena Williams and Elise Perry were my main two Serena Williams I was a tennis big tennis player when I was young loved it um was yeah was, back in the day I was a county tennis player I wasn't that good um my brother was also if you ever tennis. need
1: a doubles partner hit me up
2: <laughs> I haven't I played last um in the summer actually for school and I was terrible I was oh my god this is so embarrassing I like hyped myself up I was like yeah I used to be quite good when I was little and I went out and I was like oh, dear, oh my god terrible um but I am starting back with mum because mum wants to play tennis so I'm gonna pop to the tennis club with her on the weekend I think and go and go and have a hit because I haven't got a hockey match this week thank god um and yeah I loved her just was such a fan I think she just had that tenacity the want the drive um I think she just had that edge and I always Mum always said like you won't make it if you you're not driven you know. Mum was always you know very like much like you know you've got to want it so if you've got to put the work in. And I think when I used to watch when you wanted you'd see how much she wanted. And then I you know she was just the queen wasn't she? She's well she still is a queen. But yeah, I just loved her and um and then Elise Perry was I loved watching her back just um she was just technically correct and I knew Grandpa would approve and. Although I wasn't a seam bowler, like, she was just really athletic like, in the field. She, she was just a gun. And, you know, just, well, when I had, well, I bowled against her in the 100, I was like, oh, my God, what's going on? Like, that was the biggest, like, starstruck moment was when I bowled at least Perry, I was like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? And, um, yeah, I loved her. And also, she played Australia football. So I was like, oh, well, I can play my hockey too. And so I like liked that she balanced two sports. Um, so they were my main two. And then I had, obviously, Sophie Eccleston when she burst onto the scene when she was young Um, for my bowling, which was my main one. And I got to meet her when I was 14 in a, a club, I think it was a Club Lady Taverners event in the final. And she was handing the medals out. And... Yeah, she spoke to me and I was like, Oh my god. Um I think she's I think she says something like, Oh, you'll be knocking on the door of my place soon or something. I spoke to her about it actually when when we played um when we played original, she came up and spoke to me. And um we were talking about it. She remembered, I think. But yeah. So that was really nice. But yeah, I was it was amazing this, this uh, to play and bowl it. You know, Perry and Eccleson was pretty special. But, yeah, they were my main three.
1: And someone like Serena Williams, I'm so with you on that. She's absolutely just, like, yeah. I think you know, it's the whole story. You'll... Oh, it's the whole story and then just, like, like, like she,
2: cool Yeah, she, she, she used to, like, go down the park. Like, she didn't have... She, didn't, she wasn't able to, you know... She, it was incredible. She didn't have any facilities and she would go down the local park and, and play tennis and now she's, you know...
1: Yeah, She's been through a lot and overcome a lot. Yeah. What would you say has been the hardest stuff you've had to overcome to get to where you are now, and hopefully progress into that full England side in the future?
2: Um, I would say I've been lucky. I'm touching wood anyway. I haven't really had to overcome any injuries or anything like that. I would say, like, I wouldn't really say school. I've managed to sort of balance it. I think sort of just, you know, the idea that it is like the social life I guess you you can't be you know when you have sport nearly every day of your life you know you can't go out and get hungover or you go to a party or just anything like that that's not acceptable because you've got to play the next day and and then you know I know myself I'm so hard on myself if I think well, it's because I was out until two last night and I get if I bowl badly or I, I bat badly I'll be like well it's my fault so I'm very I'm very disciplined on that side that I know that oh I'm not going to go to that or I'm not going to go and see my friends today I need to do my work or I I need to I'm going to play cricket or this or that um I think that's the main one I think people people don't realize how much you sacrifice to to make it and you know nobody no one even my close family don't know how much you want deep inside um so it's it's down to you and I'm uh, someone i think it was on the social media lady actually she came out and everyone at um invincible she was like what's your like if you could say one thing to anyone like a inspirational quote thing what would you say and i always always say to people you know when you're older you don't want to look back and think i wasted my talent like i wasted what i had you know i I didn't make it or i just threw it away and you know because you're not just letting yourself down you're letting everyone down that's been there along the way so I think yeah you just have to there are sacrifices you have to make mean, like I've had to you know sort of slow down on the hockey side that was hard some of my best friends are from hockey but you know if you if you want to make it in something I'm afraid there are some things that you're going to have to say actually I can't do that or I you know so I think it's it's sort of that side mainly.
1: But then on the flip side of it what would you say is the like biggest thing that makes that all worth it?
2: Doing well. Doing badly to rubbish. <laughs> um, but no, when you, when, yeah, when you, um, I guess just the medals, the achievements, the shirts, the caps, everything you get, and all, that, all the photos, I love photos. I'm a big photo collector. I actually have my little Instax book that I keep with me. I have a little album. And it's just got like loads of memories of you know cricket and stuff and I think the the friends you make as well. I've got my best friends are, are from sport, whether that's cricket, hockey, um, you know, you, you build friend, friendships for life. Um, you know, there are there are hard times and you know, there's times when you'll get two ducks in a row or something and you'll want the ground to swallow you up. But I think when it when it when it goes well, um, yeah, it's the best thing ever and you know after that the 100 you know I couldn't I couldn't go to sleep that night it was just incredible like those are the moments you know you you dream of don't you so I'm I'm very lucky you know to to one play the sport I play but also to obviously you know play professionally and make a living out of it.
1: quite a fun little one this but obviously you are only 17 and so when you were playing in the 100 this year am I right that your mum would have had to have been part of all the whatsapp groups
2: yes unfortunately well in a way it was quite good because you know, I never missed anything but yeah everything still has to go through her before I can't email anyone directly it has to be mum
1: and what was that like did she ever drop any like
2: she's quite good she she's literally my PA but because everything goes through her and like she's always on the you know the whatsapps and so she sort of did everything I didn't really have to do that much but now that I'm getting more and more independent, it's like, oh, I need to leave these for myself. But yeah, and it also meant that I couldn't leave the hotel on my own. Yeah. And I had to message the safeguard lady every time I did go out and who I was with, where I was going, what time I'd be back. So yeah, there was, there was you know, I think my mum quite liked the fact that I couldn't go out on my own in London because she was like, I'm, she's quite protective. And so she knew... I drive to school and every day after bring her say I am there safely. I have made it alive. So I think she quite liked the fact that I had to go out as well. She quite liked that. But I mean yeah, there was there was some some ups and downs with it. Like being stuck in your hotel room some days were not fun. But, you know, I guess that was just unfortunately part of the plan. Next year it won't won't be the same. And it won't be like that for South Africa. Well hey. I turned eighteen before South Africa, so I'm more free. In a way
0: obviously you made your debut for western storm this year i want to know uh, how you felt when you got the call and who actually called you up because some people have like the captain do it some people have like some big wig involved so i'm curious to know um, who gave you the news that you were going to make your debut for storm so th-
2: i thought i was going to be making my debut the week before on the i think it's uh, Sapphire gardens and I brought my whole family there and <laughs> I, I didn't, fortunately. So that was, so I was like, oh. And then it was a weekday we were playing in Chelmsford, and I knew that um two of, two of us have been as, as teachers. So I was like, oh, they might not be able to play. And I think one of them or two of both of them weren't available. So I thought, oh, come on, surely. And then, yeah, I didn't go on the team bus. I went straight from school to Brentwood. Um, dad dropped me off at the door, and I think. Yeah, it was Dan, because Dan was the, the co- head coach at the time. He just called me out and said, oh, are you playing Soph? And that, that was it, yeah.
1: And how did it feel to step out there for that first game? Oh, yeah, it was fine, actually. That
2: wasn't, yeah, it wasn't too too nerve-wracking. I think the batting was terrifying.
1: And obviously this has only come about in the last few years, you know, the Rachel Hayhoe Flint and the Charlotte Edwards Cup. And, I mean, I guess for you, it's since being at this kind of level it has always been an option now because it's been two two years now coming up to it'll be the third so how important is it that it's there because for you it is such an option and then you can see that pathway through but it wasn't there in the past and so for you what kind of impact does this have on your game and your future do you think
2: yeah I think it's really important obviously you can see especially with the under 19s how how many of them are actually in that regional teams you know the amount of development that's coming through and it also means that people then can step into in you know international cricket with without a big leap so it just platforms it's just a platform um to feed into the mm-hmm. international thing and I think you know we're, we're building on building on our our system and I think it's it's working really well I think we've seen a lot of people push through from regional cricket into a, into international cricket you know I still think there should be a longer format competition but you know I would like to see that introduced um I don't think I just don't think it's you know we, we're doing more tests how can we have a test team when we uh, regional cricket don't play longer format. So I would like to see that because also I'd love to play it. So yeah, I think it's definitely really working. And I think the T, I quite like that, you know, with T20, 50 over, you know, get a bit of both worlds. And, and then we have the 100. I think the structure is really good at the moment.
0: um Yeah, I think it's a really good platform for people to step into international cricket. I think one game that kind of sticks out for me in particular involving you was in the childwood's cup and um it was western storm versus southeast stars and i believe you almost bowled the storm to victory but it was just like the first time i i didn't really know much about you and then you literally bowled so well to end up on the losing side but i think that was oh yeah
2: i know i know what you're on about now yeah yeah it was at Bristol. It was on TV. It was on Sky. It was the Sky Game. Yes, yeah. I thought I thought we'd won that. To be honest, but yeah, that that was. I think that was a that was a turning point. I think that's when I think I obviously it was on TV, so I had a little bit more publicity from it. But I think that's when yeah, I, I did really well, and I think that's when I sort of my name sort of grew. I think.
0: Talk about delivering on the big stage though, as well because. You're not only delivering at Bristol, you're delivering on Sky on the TV, which can be quite nerve-wracking for some people. We've seen it in the men's game with the likes of Simon Kerrigan, get the Yips, play one test match for England never to be seen again. Whereas you you kind of relish that opportunity and then, you know, got that call up to the hundred to the over-limits was and now you're absolutely flying.
2: Yeah, I think you've you can't you can't uh think about that it's on TV. I think I don't really tend to think about it anyway. You're so, especially in the hundred, it goes so quickly. You're so engrossed in the game that you don't, you forget that there's millions of people watching it or thousands if it's, it's regional. It's more likely to be thousands, but I think yeah, you don't see. I think at the start like that that game at Southeast starts. I did know it was on TV, so I was probably a little bit more on edge. But yeah, as, as you go through the hundred, the hundred, it went so quickly the games you didn't even have time to think I remember the first game it went so fast I literally had a headache it was just so quick and it just flew by and I can't really remember that game that well because it was it just went by too quickly and you know that I think that's what the 100 is you've got to somehow slow the game down I think that's when I actually bowled my best I think i Bowled really well at um, Old Trafford because I just slowed my bowling down. I think it's very easy, yeah, uh, for people to worry about being on TV and obviously the 100's so quick to to get caught up in it. But I think you just got to focus on the game, and sort of slow slow everything down.
1: And so we're looking ahead. That's the kind of mentality you're taking into the under nineteen stuff with you. But what aside from you know getting all the kit and singing God Save the Queen and all that what are you most looking forward to
2: um yeah the experience I well I haven't I've been to Desert Springs with Storm the start of this year but it's a a proper tour um with you know your own age group with you know some people that I do know quite well and hopefully I can form friendships you know for life it's it's about it's about just I think more of the social I think you've got to go out there and have a blast and when you have a blast you have a great time that's when the, the team were putting a win, winning performances in I think so yeah just going out there and enjoying and trying to relish every second like I did in 100 just enjoy it Um take everything in and just learn from the experience and yeah it's going to be so fun like <laughs> I already talked to some of the girls and they're literally like
1: this is mad this is incredible like what's
2: going on and they're like get me on that plane South Africa already I think we're yeah we're Buzzing to be going, it's like it's insane,
1: and then I guess also the idea of like all the youngsters from all over the world as well getting to face them that's just gonna be uh, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, well, I know like, we don't even know anyone from anywhere else, I i don't know any sort of engine even from like Australia, so, so yeah, it's gonna be weird. But yeah, well, we, I know we someone play
1: for the UAE if that helps, um,
2: yeah, maybe um, if we play the UAE, I don't know. Well, our group is Rwanda.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I know one of them as well. God, I know. In yeah.
2: I think it's in Broadway, So, yeah. But then whoever we play, it, I'm sure there'll be some good players on show. Sure. Yeah.
1: Some well, kids. I think that sort well, of rounds up the end of our, like, more serious questions. We like to always finish off with a few more fun ones. So, we quite like to kick it off often with, what is your favourite item at a traditional cricket tea?" Oh, my God.
2: Uh i don't i haven't had one in ages i can't remember um what do i like um i can't pick you
1: you found this the hardest question so far i think
2: i have found this the hardest question oh no i don't know i genuinely don't know i i but i will always pile it high even if i because obviously when i had normal cricket teams i would i would like it would be like whales under 11s or something. So I'd always be opening the batting, even though like, I was batting. I'd still be there for like an hour eating my food. like And I'd, I'd put my pads on like three minutes and just run off. But I feel like if there's a good selection of cakes, I was I was always up for that. But then I do quite like like a cocktail sausage or the cheese and pineapple skewers.
1: Right. Yeah. Right They're nice. Really
2: yeah yeah i um down at my cricket club they do really good this is so so unhealthy i do eat healthy but um chicken nuggets down at my cricket club they are so good we we there was a ban on them three a person because there was one girl that used to take like six (laughs) yeah favorite musician oh no i really don't like these i really don't like these questions i can't choose okay favorite band abba by far i like old music um this is a this is a controversial one but i love michael jackson just the music right not maybe not the person but you know um and uh yeah they're my go to i've cd's in my car they're my go to two cd's is abba and michael jackson and queen um and then favorite singer i really like this is weird Um, I like Soul. Like, um, I really like Billy Ocean. You can do that. That, That's
1: not embarrassing at all.
2: No, yeah, that sort of genre. I have a Soul playlist, like, with Earth, Wind & Fire. I love Earth, Wind & Fire. Like, all of that sort of genre. That's like the rap
1: theme DJ ever. Um, Last (laughs) Netflix thing you binged, or last TV series you went for?
2: I'm watching Derry Girls, but... Yeah, I'm watching that. Before I watched, I binged over the, in the hundred. I binged um out of banks. I was obsessed. I was hooked, absolutely hooked. Didn't think I'd like it, but yeah, I did. Last book you read? Don't we read books. <laughs> um, I this is a weird one. I do RSA level, so I'm currently reading. a book on Dietrich Bonhoeffer. You probably don't know who that is. Um, it's about um saving christians during the nazi war uh world war 2 during the nazis it's just cuz i did an a level essay on him um yeah that's a weird one and i read i read i read a lot of like murder mysteries so i read one about a christmas murder i know it wasn't christmas but
1: yeah well Yeah, I bought it,
2: I got it for Christmas, but I still hadn't read it, so I just needed to read it over the summer. But yeah,
1: yeah, fair enough. Favourite place you've played cricket? Oh no, uh, the Oval.
2: I should probably say Lords, but
1: Ah. I like playing at the
2: Oval, I like the atmosphere at the Oval. Yeah, Yeah.
1: favourite wicket you've taken, you know. The big names, or maybe not the big names, might be getting your brother out in the garden.
2: I did get my brother out in a game once. (laughs) I didn't celebrate. It It was for school. He was playing for the MCC. And he, like, really tried hard not to get out, and then he got out. Um, But no, I'm not going to say that. I think Elisa Healy. Yeah, that first one got me up up and running in the 100.
0: Go to Celebration for a wicket is it the double fist pump is it the send off what are you trying to go
2: depends, depends on the wicket if it's bold it's like a run and a a finger and maybe then uh, a fist pump if i get a caught and bold which i weirdly did get quite a lot of in the hundred it's it's the arms out wide like that you've probably seen a photo of it just yeah nice
1: for those who are listening to this as a podcast we have just had a demonstration of the arms out wide that one um if there's one thing you could say to your grandpa what would it be (laughs) this
2: is cringy um i don't know i love you you're my best friend (laughs) thank you for everything i don't know yeah um, I haven't signed something today so I probably should but yeah just thank you for everything but yeah you're my best friend but I tend to tell him that every day so
0: that's
2: not that. really not a, a big deal but yeah I don't know why
1: well you can you can sign your England shirt for him next there you go <laughs> um, um, well I imagine you've got the joys of RSA level I did do RSA level too um, yeah to go I have one to do actually and enjoy so we won't keep you any longer thank you Sophia Smail for joining us and before we go could you let our listeners know where they can find you on social media
2: yeah Sophia Smail underscore 12 on Instagram Smaily Twitter I think I'm not sure about that one but yeah that I think you'll find me you'll find me
1: on Twitter oh, it is Sophia Smale. It. It's just at Sophia Mail.
2: Oh, is it? Oh, I changed it. Oh, I've changed it. Okay. Yeah. Thought that one would be easier to find. Yeah. Sophia Smale.
1: Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, Absolutely buzzing for you. Over the moon. It's going to be so good. And um, I'm really excited to see you go out and do your thing. Now, go get on with those essays and whatever. Try and miss as much school as Cassie did. Um, thank you very much.
2: So, I have TikTok as well. Uh, I might, you know, just be posting some TikToks in South Africa. Sofsmail, so, you know, follow those. I did do some in the the 100, actually.
1: Okay, there you go. Get on TikTok.
2: Uh, Thank you for having me. Thank
1: you so much. much.
0: Massive thanks to Sophia for coming on and being a guest on the podcast. It was really interesting to hear her thoughts and how she's able to to balance everything with school, cricket, hockey, A-levels, you know. It seems to be the way of the world now, being a youngster, like, like Sophia Smell, like Alice Capsey, like Freya Kemp, starting so young and having to balance everything. But it is something that we've seen happen in the women's game and it does seem to be becoming more and more common. So it's really interesting to hear her perspective on how she balances everything and we want to wish her and the rest of the under 19s all the luck in the world for the under 19 world cup next year and to all our listeners if you want to keep up to date with everything that we're doing you can follow us on twitter at wcricketchat on Instagram, at Women's Cricket Chat. And if you want to give us a like on Facebook, we are Women's Cricket Chat. If you'd like to give our personal Twitters a follow, then it's at Hannity1194, at Heath 27 at CassieCoombs98, at MehikaVarshney, and I'm at Alex Jane This has been Women's Cricket Chat. Tune in next time.